you know, one of my mentors say, don't leave no money on the table. Mm -hmm. You have to be aggressive to go out there. And it's no different than what the Bible says. Ask, and you shall receive, not. And, and you have to ask, you know, would you, would you be uh, willing to give me a referral? Would you, you know, can you connect me to this one? Uh, people are willing to, to do it, but you have to, to ask them to, to help you. Oh, yeah, you hear William dropping the jewels, the nuggets. So today is going to be another fun one in this episode. So I'm going to introduce you into William Daniels, who run one of the most premier, professional, incredible genitorial cleaning services. This guy has a lot of experience in regards to running his business and how he was able to be stable and grow his business throughout the years. And now he's at a point where he's going nationally because he's already taken over Virginia. So you're going to learn a lot from this gentleman. So if this is your first time here, definitely make sure that you subscribe to this podcast so you can continuously be able to get the updates. And, and not only that, it's very important that you take notes and if you want to listen to the other podcasts as well, that is there and available for you as well. So, without further ado, I'm a, we're going to jump right into the interview. So, sit back, relax, and make sure that you get all the information that you can because he's going to help you get unstuck in your business and tell you what you need to do in order to go from the concept of an inception of an idea to taking your brand international. Enjoy. Hello, it's Terrell Jones, and we're back. Episode four already. Wow, this is um, this this is great. I'm always have great people on, as you know, and today is no different. I have William Daniel on today, who is the uh, proud owner of a, a janitorial service, and um, and it's actually a lot more than that that, that he's going to get into. Uh, but today is another great one, so make sure you take out your pen and paper if you haven't subscribed to this podcast. Make sure you subscribe and listen very, very closely because today you're gonna you're gonna learn some things that's really gonna be able to take you from where you're at today as an entrepreneur or business owner and be able to, to take you exactly where you need to be. So I'm excited. Hope you're excited too. And uh, and we're gonna get started. So William, can you hear me? Yeah, Terrell. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Appreciate you for taking this out, taking this interview uh, today, and um, you know, and how I like to start is just jump, jump straight in, just dive head first. So, um, just so for you know, for the few people who don't, who, who's not really familiar with you, could you just sort of just share who you are, what you do, and um, and I'm and I'm interested in really um, your story in regards to you know how'd you go from you know, from the Virginia Beach, uh, you know, uh, uh, Hampton Roads area sort of growing up, you know, not not particularly rich, but go from there, go from that to one of the, uh, you know, one of the biggest and, and, and most successful, you know, uh, janitorial services as well. Okay, awesome, awesome. I definitely uh, am glad to share that. Well, my name is William Daniels, and I'm the owner of CID Janitorial Service here in the Hampton Roads area. Uh, concerning my story, well, let me start off with what I do. We, we service uh, government, private, 
and commercial facilities as far as janitorial service and construction cleanups. Uh, some of the variety of services that we do have is, of course, general janitorial cleaning, construction cleaning, window cleaning, maid and butler service, floor and tile service, and carpet cleaning. We've uh, been in business going on 18 years servicing the Hampton Roads area. And one thing about our business right now is that it's all about word of mouth and referrals. Uh, I used to spend at least $21,000 a year in advertisement. And after really tweaking uh, my business model, I found out a very painless way of marketing our business to so many different companies here locally and it has just given us a, a, a different edge, a competitive edge in reference of doing business. And uh, one thing about doing business, it's all about building long-lasting business relationships. So that's that's what we do. A little bit about my story and how I end up in to janitorial service was I – first started a business um, called CID Sports Goods Store, and it was a, a business that I was looking to to start here in the Hampton Roads area and just to cut, to, cut the chase. Uh, I ran into an investor in California. I got ripped off with some money, and then I ran into an investment broker, which helped me tweak my business plan and really gave some good input. But after we changed the business plan here, he took the business plan and ran. So, you know, after being let down twice, I got on my knees. I was definitely frustrated at that time, and I asked the Lord, what is it I could do to start a business that would not be a whole lot of money coming out my pocket? And he spoke to my heart very clear, janitorial service. And I got up from my knees, went to a family dollar store, and asked them to get if I could give them an estimate. And I walked out the store with three people want me to provide an estimate. And that was the beginning of janitorial, well, excuse me, our company in year 2000 um, and has been growing ever since. Nice, nice. So, you know, that's, so that's how your story got started. Now, one of the things um, also, too, like to start off with is what are you most proud of today? <laughs> I, I'm just proud of seeing where the company is and where it is going. And it's actually three tiers of business. There's a local business or uh, a local business uh, market that you deal with. There's a national business market where you deal with businesses all over the United States. And there's a global uh, business market where you deal with uh, businesses all over in different countries. And currently right now we're in the second tier. Uh, we're getting ready to move into the national business market where we deal with um, business all over the United States. 
And that's something I never saw or believed that our company would be able to achieve, but we're we're moving in that direction. And it's all because of, of course, uh, faith and determination and just building strong business relationships. Okay. And one of the things that, William, you're very humble, and one of the things about this podcast is I like to make things um, practical and sort of give um, sort of give the listeners the ins and outs of, of certain things, right? Because you took it from an you took it from a prayer and an idea of people giving you estimates to you, you know, having one of the if not the biggest janitory services in Virginia and taking it nationally now. So, you know that that wasn't easy, right? And you have um and, and from our conversation earlier, you know, you've been in business eighteen years and. You know, and you know, you have dozens of employees. So my question to you would be, how, what would, how, what would you say was the, the 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 biggest difference that allowed you to to attain the level of success that you had today? What were some of the practical things that you that you had to do? Because a lot of people who listen to this podcast. They are either an entrepreneur already, entrepreneur or business owner. They may not be making the level of income they want, or they, or they might be an entrepreneur part-time, and they just sort of just trying to figure it out. A lot of them are spinning their wheels, and they, they, they're trying to they – they, they feel stuck is one of the things that I hear most. most. They feel stuck or they feel overwhelmed. And, okay. you know, and many of them don't make it, you know, as far as or end up quitting or end up getting a nine to five again. So how, how were you able to, to break the clutter and say, all right, I'm, these are my three estimates because it could have, it could have ended there, but how did you go from, how did you, you know, what were some of the things that allowed you to go from there to, to, to the success you have now? Well, number one, I, I believed in um, um, our company even though uh, it went through so many different challenges, uh, number one, the company had to grow. I had to grow. Uh, my mentality needed to shift in order for the company to continue to grow. Um, the biggest challenge in, as being a business owner is not giving up and showing up every day regardless of how it looks and regardless of if you, you're making the money that you want or if you're making the money that you don't want. Well, excuse me, if you're not making the money that you're looking to have. So it's, it's all about just being determined, believing in yourself, and believing in your company. You, you have to believe uh, in order to move to that next level. And you have to also see yourself there um, sometimes, oftentimes, before you even get there. Um, as I explained concerning the, the second tier of business, which was the, the national level business, that came, I saw it um, before it happened. Uh, for some reason, I was just... I'm always a student of thought, and I was just thinking one day, and I was like, well, it's actually three levels of business. It's a local market, there's a national market, and there's a global market. You know, I, nobody ever told me that, you know, from a business standpoint. I didn't read it in a book. 
it just came to me for some reason, and I just held on to that. And I started to look for those levels of business. I started to look at the, the local level of business. That's our metro that we're in, our state, our city. And then I started looking at the national level. And so I started venturing out and looking at different things in different cities and what have you. And then I started to get different procurements from different uh, countries all over the world uh, in the janitorial industry. So I was able to uh, be familiar with that concept of thought. There's three tiers of business. There's a local market, there's a national market, and then there's a global market. But as business owners, we have to make a decision which level or tier of business we're going to go into. So you have to really look at it from that standpoint. And, and sometimes you don't see yourself in a national level or a global level, but the more information you have, the better you are in preparing for that opportunity because opportunity will come. And do you feel like – um, do, do you feel like do you feel like you have to start in the local market, or do you feel like there's a order particular order to it? You have to start in the local and then go to national and then and then global, or do you feel like you can you can jump up to you know which whatever level you, you see fit? I think for small business owners, you need to know that that level. You need to know if I want to just do business local, or if I want to do it from a national standpoint or if I want to uh, do it from a global standpoint. It's up to that business owner to, to have a, a a clear picture of where he wants to go or she wants to go. And once again, I didn't learn that in, in MBA school. I didn't. It just came to me, and I was just thinking about, I don't know. And... Um, you know, opportunity comes when you expose yourself to another train of thought. And and so the opportunity came. And actually, we had a company that wants to partner up with us uh, to do different uh, construction cleanups all over the United States, which want to introduce me to other regionals and other people within the company. So you have to see yourself um, in your company, your vision, your dream for your company in one of those levels. But just know that there's three levels out there. There's a local, that's the metro that you're in. There's a national, and then there's a global market. It's up to that business owner to decide where I want to go. So did you? So you started in. Did you start locally at first? Yes, yes. Uh, I'm, and, I'm here in the Hampton Roads metro area, servicing these uh, seven cities. Uh, we go up to Williamsburg, Newport News, Hampton, Suffolk, Chesapeake, Norfolk, Portsmouth. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Virginia so one Beach. of the th- one of the things that that you said that though was particularly interesting, and and I feel like this could. Um, this this would be beneficial to a lot of people. Is you said that you know word of mouth was 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 uh, very important and it was part of the business model um, as far as 
as far as, you know, getting your name out there and, 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 and getting exposure and I'm sure helping you get more leads and doing different things of that nature. How did you, and I need, we need the secret source, Williams, what did you do from a word-of-mouth standpoint in order to do business with people that's in the local area? How did you get that word out as far as your services? Well, it came by just developing a good rapport with my, my current clients and not being scared to ask them for referrals and um, connections. And that's how you want to, to be. Because if you've got a good re- business relationship, you can say, hey, um, Terrell, you know, do you know anybody with the Norfolk General Hospital that you can introduce me to? Uh, you know, I would love to get a connection there. And, and that's your, your, your approach. You have to always be a business-minded person. And as, you know, one of my mentors say, don't leave no money on the table. Mm-hmm. You have to be aggressive to go out there. And it's no different than what the Bible says. Ask, and you shall receive. Knock, and you have to ask. You know, would you would you be willing to give me a referral? Would you, you know, can you connect me to this one? Uh, people are willing to to do it, but you have to to ask them to to help you. Sometimes you're you're. Your business relationships, people, I've had people say, hey, William, you know, I know this guy over here, you know. Um, actually, we're, we're getting ready to do a, a job in Texas, and I'll, I'll be going to Texas. And one of my contacts said, well, William, uh, I want to introduce you to this one. He's over this region uh, of the United States. And, you know, I think he'll be a good person that y'all can establish business relationships with. So it's all about those business connections and building strong relationships with people that will take you to the next level. And it's also about your service um, and what you do. Uh, Because a whole lot of people have a good product, but they don't have good service. And what separates you from your competition is your service. There's plenty of janitorial companies out there, but what separates us from every other janitorial service is our service. And and so you have to look at your service uh, side um, of your your business and make sure it's, it's different. Nobody out there can say that their service is like Starbucks. Nobody can say that their service is like McDonald's. You have to be a a business owner that brands their own service as well as their name. Mm, That's a good one. That's, That's good. I'm here. I'm here taking notes myself too. So this is, you know, this is, this is very valuable. Now, how do you, now, now looking back, right? Let's look back into the past, right? As you, when you're just starting, sometimes, sometimes it can get hard trying to continuously stay motivated, you know, to get more clients to do business. You know, at the time, you don't have any employees, right? I'm not sure how you. I'm not sure if you started off with employees, but 
I imagine that when you first had the idea and you first had a few people, you didn't automatically start off with employees. So how do you continuously keep yourself or how did you keep yourself motivated at the time? Because people come up with a lot of ideas and want to start different things, but how did you continue to keep yourself motivated over 18 years? Well, you know, I guess, you know, sometimes you don't remember the things you, you, you did in the beginning, but I, I had an opportunity to run into a guy that we was working on the same job. And, you know, when I was starting off this business, of course, you know, I worked a 60-hour job, plus I went and did janitorial service myself. Um, and when I saw him, he was like, wow, man, you're doing good and everything. And then he immediately reminded me, he said, I always knew you was going to make it. You was going to be successful. He said, I remember the times you, you told me that you used to write stuff on your mirror and used to read what you wrote down on your mirror every day uh, to remind you. I, I never remember, I didn't remember that I shared with him that intimate part of me going through to to believe uh, for the business and and to persevere in that way, and he reminded me of it, and um, we we just was able to connect and laugh and just talk about different things. But when I was going through those stages, I I also remember that you know I was bold enough to get a, a stack of business cards and walk to a industrial uh, park and just pass out all my cards to businesses and just be willing to to get out there. It, and that wasn't no form of advertisement, but my self-will to get on out there and advertise my myself, uh, well, advertise the business. So it's a whole lot of different things, I, I think, that has contributed to the success of the company. But when I look back on the things that I did, I, I can't even believe um, that I did that, that I was that bold uh, and that I was under that much of a, a trance to to go through that just to be where I'm at. And sometimes when you have something that's very dear to your heart, it's almost like when you're feeding your kids. You know, we wake up, we, we go to work every day. Um, and some of us go to work consciously and sometimes unconsciously. Sometimes we get to work and we're like, how the world I get here? I don't even remember. You know, because we was under the trance of right. just providing and, and the same thing, I think it, it, you can say that far as being a, a business owner. Sometimes when you reach a, whatever success level that may be, you'll look back and you'll be like, wow, how in the world did I? I don't even remember that. How in the world <laughs> did I get here? And, and so, you know, when I look back over 18 years, um, it, it's, it's just amazing. Uh, to see the trance that I was under, it was almost like i was I was just out of it. I was in whatever world I needed to be in to be able to see the business be successful and I think that's the mentality that we all have to take 
when it comes to being a business owner. You have to be willing to get in whatever trance it is. It's almost like a boxer. When he's preparing for a fight, they get into a trance. They start to train. They start to do everything to prepare them for that one moment in the ring. And that's what we have to do for as business owners because success will come if you prepare yourself for it. Wow, that's that's very inspirational. Wow. And you know what that's you know, that's that's definitely true. You know, even just every time I hear, you know, somebody who's really elite or extraordinary at what they do, even if it's people that's in the same industry, they're doing things that's different. They they doing things that, that other people may see as weird. They're doing other things. Because cause there's a gentleman that I follow closely, right, um, by the name of Anthony Robbins. And um, he talks a lot about incantations where, you know, you're saying things out loud to yourself. You know, you're not just, you're not, you're not just affirming, you know, uh, uh, just like in your brain, like, you know, I can do this. But you're, you're also saying and saying different things out loud to yourself to get you in a certain physical and, and mental state. And he said that, you know, as he was as he was coming up to be one of the world's most famous, uh, you know, personal development speakers and thought leaders, he said that he would go outside for a run and he would actually be saying this to himself out loud as he's running. And people would be, you know, looking at him crazy, you know, like where, like who, like who is this, this, this weirdo, right? <laughs> you know, talking to yeah. himself like that as he was running. You know, but he did, you know, whatever he had to do that, that the normal person is not doing, that the average person is not doing because, William, like you said, you were, you was writing, you know, you were writing things on, you know, on, on your mirror. And, you know, mm-hmm. the average person is not is not doing that, and that's why, you know, and that's why the average yeah. person don't don't have the type of results, you know, that, that you have. So, you know, that's what it made me think of. So that's what I, that was very interesting. Uh, so let me ask you a quick question. In regards to um, in regards to, in regards to that time as you was coming up, let's say during that time, that that moment in time when you were writing things in your memory, and I'm sure there were other things that you were doing as well. Were there any specific or conscious habits or rituals that you did to continuously help you stay on top of your game. I, I kept reading um, business books. I kept um, trying to surround myself with mentors or people that were already there or walking in the direction that I wanted to go. Um, Sometimes you have to clear um, yourself away from people or things that are toxic and and don't believe in your dream or your vision or just that's not associated with it because those things will pull you down and it will just suck the life out of you. So... You know, I I kept reading books. I kept listening to tapes. Um, I, I was uh, I'm a, I'm a fan of Rich Dad Poor Dad, <laughs> Robert yeah, Kiyosaki, too. and believe it or not, I I listened over and over and over and over again until I told myself what he was actually saying. I kept telling myself, and it became so much of a conscious thought, it was almost like me just picking up a cup. 
that I started to mimic those actions. So it's very important that you 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 of course read that you listen to different uh, business educational books and inspirationals uh, stories of business owners um, and one common uh, thing that I found uh, in every successful person is that they all hit rock bottom they all hit rock bottom and they had to start there and so uh, with that being said a whole lot of business owners are scared of failure they don't want to fail you know notice that you know my first uh, business it just fell you know took my business plan ran I was broken-hearted you know I didn't, I didn't know what to do um, but sometimes in in being broken and being at the bottom you can clearly see how to get back up to the top so never be scared of failure if you if your business fell it might be the best thing for you if it doesn't work out it might be the best thing for you if you go through a, a season where you're just dry and it just doesn't look like it's working that is the best thing for you because eventually you're going to tune into what you need to tune into and and that's how you're going to go grow uh, you know it's it's amazing how how this thing works but if you just tune into it and just hear your inner God, uh, gut, and, and I would say hear God, hear what God is telling you uh, to do concerning your business. Uh, I'm a firm believer uh, of the Lord Jesus Christ, and I do a whole lot of praying and trusting God in, in the direction of our company. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, so um, I got one more question for you, and then um, I want to go into a quick segment of Truth or Scare, uh, which is just a fun little segment I like to do. Um, uh, okay. A question, a question or two, all right? So last question is, if you could leave the world with only one piece of personal and professional advice, what is it and why? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> and you could split it up. It could be one piece of personal, and then it could be, um, you know, professional or however you want to do it. Okay. I would say cr- creation. And the reason why I say creation is because we have the ability to create whatever we want here on earth you think about it you know the Wright brothers created an airplane Uh, Benjamin Franklin created electricity and there were so many different things that we're benefiting from today because somebody created it my question to your listeners is this what are you going to create that somebody can benefit from what is your biggest fear and why my biggest fear is me not accomplishing the things that's in my heart and why 
because they are so much a part of me and real to me, more than the things that I see and feel on the outside, there's a part of me that just wants so much more and want to see so so much more done that I'm driven by that particular part. And regardless if I have a good day, regardless if I have a bad day, regardless if somebody thinks I'm the worst person on the planet, regardless of whatever tragedy may hit me or whatever may happen in my life, that truth still remains the same. And so that's what drives me every day to look at not so much at the things that I see around me, but really to look at that particular mirror, that vision, that dream, that goal, and to tune into that and change what I need to change in order to just not see it in my heart, but to see it in front of me. So that's what I what I'm scared of. Wow. Well, William, I definitely appreciate you for coming on the podcast today and really sharing some of your best insights and and, and wisdom over the past 18 years and building such a great company, a great brand. So thank you for sharing that with the listen, listeners today, and and we'll, we'll definitely connect soon. Okay, and thank you very much, uh, Terrell, for the invite. I really appreciate that, and I hope something was said that will change somebody's life and their perspective, their business life, their personal life, and that they would just go to the next level, and uh, to God be the glory. And actually, you know what, one thing, too, is um, if anyone wants to know about um, or learn more about your company, where can they go, where can they find you at? Or uh, we, You can find me online at www dot c i d janitorial dot com or you can contact Terrell and, and he'll give you our, our business number. Okay? Lovely. All right, thanks again. All right, you heard it first. There you go. William dropping the jewels on you. So hopefully as an entrepreneur or as a business owner today's podcast helped you because i'm always going to try to make it practical for you all right so if you haven't done so already please make sure that you subscribe to this podcast because i'm going to make sure that each and every time when i bring on experts or celebrities or anybody who's killing it or crushing it at what they do i'm gonna make sure that you get the most practical advice that you can get so you can be great and extraordinary at whatever you do so if you haven't done so already make sure you subscribe second of all make sure that you get access to my new distraction test. I just came out with a new assessment called the distraction test. How to tell if if distractions are destroying your progress. So that link is in the description of this podcast. So make sure that you click on that and take that uh, assessment because it's going to be very important to see where your level of focus is at in regards to you moving forward and being more successful, not just in your business and professionally, but also in your personal life as well. So until next time, you continue to go out and make each and every day more productive.